Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Beyond the pages. Oh, words of inspiration, how you comfort and console as I read about the workings of the power in my soul. The words are reassuring, the pages wet with tears. Oh, how I know the truth is here, the truth outshines my fears. I want the jewel beyond the page. I want what caused the words. I want the feelings all the time. God speaks to us. I've heard. Within my soul, a sweet release sweeps away my unbelief. I know he's here to my relief. My mind in Christ is now unleashed. 
God's word will shine through for the ages as we take its truth beyond the pages. A great big thanks to AK1974 for their instrumental entitled Sands of Orhak, which I found at gemendo.com. If the Bible is just looked on as a physical ink on paper and bound with leather, then it falls apart upon examination. A step further than physical ink and paper bound is literal interpretation, that is, just observing what it says, the images it paints, the stories it tells. This, too, often falls apart upon examination. But the Bible is more than paper, ink, and binding. It is more than a series of words divided into paragraphs telling stories that at times may seem irrelevant. The Bible is a living book. A living book is supernatural. I know in these times of rationalism, people tend to shy away from things supernatural, but I am irked by that. We have a God who is supernatural. We, his children, witness the supernatural as we focus on Jesus. The supernatural happens. The Bible, if carried in a breast pocket, does much more than protect a pastor from an assassin's bullet by absorbing it. As we read and absorb its truth, it can save all our lives. There is an attitude of humbleness and contrition that is needed to receive the miracle of understanding and application that is available in the Bible. An atheist picks the Bible up and laughs and scorns it before shrugging his shoulders and walking away. He is not interested in spiritual wisdom and has made up his mind that it doesn't exist. Someone on the fence may pick up the Bible and begin to read it, but seeing so many begats found in the genealogy sections, they put the book down in frustration. I thought it would be easier to read, they may complain. They may claim to be a believer, but they are not well grounded in God's word and are easily swayed by the world, which has winds blowing in the opposite direction of God's word. There is no quick fix for appreciation of God's word. If you don't have a hunger for it, you might try praying that God give you one. People tend to get caught up in controversy, bogged down by the battles that must be fought, the wars that must be won. They may complain that the Bible is violent, but so is our world. This violence has roots that go very deep into the consciousness of us all. It is not out there only, nor is it on the pages of the Bible only. Its roots reach all the way down to our hearts and are embedded in the very core of all of us. 
The battles in the Bible, therefore, reflect the battles in our hearts that we fight every day. Have you noticed that the humble and worshipful warriors, even if they have a very small army, tend to win the battles? Shouldn't it make you want to determine how they did it? God sent a Savior. He lifts our burdens. He fights our battles, if we will allow Him to. If we refuse to believe in His sovereign nature, His power, and in an eternal reality beyond this temporal, physical world, we will miss the wonderful, applicable guidance that comes from God's Word. Without a repentant, contrite attitude and a down-on-our-knees worship of God, our faith will be weak, and our lenses, our eyes, will not see how this book reflects our heart and gives us a map enabling us to navigate this world successfully. Because Jesus did this already. The words in this book will fly right over our heads, crashing to the floor behind us, unless we decide to tear down our walls so that we can come to God's Word empty, allowing God to fill us up with the truth, residing beyond appearances. If we already know there is no room in our minds for the birth of the Christ child, when we decide to follow the star, Jesus, we become wise indeed with many gifts to give the world. It is a strange thing that God requires our faith first before he reveals himself to us. The more faith we can muster up, the greater his revelation will be. People who come to God's word with the attitude that it must prove itself to them before they will believe have got the cart before the horse. Contrition, humbleness, a childlike sense of wonder and awe with a sense of expectation all help prepare the soil which will enable you to embrace God's word and God's word will then embrace you. Unfortunately, it doesn't really happen the other way around. The Word says we must reach for God, and then He will reach for us. Jesus says when addressing Thomas, who doubted his resurrection until he could touch Jesus' wounds, Blessed are those who can believe without touching. Isn't that us today? Which Bible is best? God can use his many translations and versions for his supernatural purposes. Whichever version you choose, dive into it and enjoy the journey. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us 